0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I did mention Greece and the fact that there's a horrifying ordeal for many people. Greek authorities struggling to try and keep the wildfires at bay there in recent days. There's thousands of tourists, and including many Irish people, who've now fled the islands of Corfu and Rhodes. Um, one of those, though, Rosaline, is with us on the line from Greece this afternoon because, Rosaline, you're actually there on honeymoon, is that right? Yes, we are. We're here on honeymoon. When did you arrive? We arrived on Tuesday. And what was it, what were things, well, first of all, actually, sorry, what part are you in? Uh, Roads. We're in Roads. You're in Roads. And when you arrived on Tuesday, how, how was it or how bad was it then? I thought it
1: was Okay, but we were, we could see a bit of smoke from the mountains just, but no one was worried or nothing, so we just thought everything was going to be okay.
0: What are things like at the moment?
1: Uh, Well, hectic at the moment. uh, Obviously, it all went mad on Saturday, around one o'clock. We were just all kind of evacuated.
0: So where were you when you when things really, you know, started to change and the evacuation procedures were being put in place? In our
1: hotel. Yeah. We were in our hotel and literally we weren't told anything. We just started seeing people from our room running down onto the beach. And we just were like, I think we need to get out of here. We could see the smoke coming everywhere, but there was no alarms or anything going off at that stage.
0: I'm sure it was quite frightening.
1: It's, yes, when you got to the beach it was yeah. pretty because everyone was scared you were looking over at kids crying so it was and then we would like just nearly a three hour walk to do along the beach to get out of there and we got to like a wee school place and the locals I have to say the locals here were absolutely amazing the, they were the ones supplying us all with food and water and Putting us up and everything.
0: Your your husband Lee is with us on the line as well, um, Rosaline. Uh, Lee, like I'm, I'm sure, yeah. just that level of panic and uncertainty, and so many people, you know, all down on on the beach, as Rosaline described. Like it's, it must have yeah, been a, was, a very scary it was, experience.
2: It was. It was. It was very scary, and um, particularly particularly when it got late on Saturday evening, and whenever you were sort of being forced to get on a boat basically to get out of there and um, you know the, the amount of kids that were in distress it was it was really 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 hard to watch you know
0: what about the communication and information from uh,
2: absolutely none <laughs> to be honest with you and when i say none i literally mean none we had um, no communication whatsoever from our tour operator until approximately 30 or so hours after we were evacuated from the hotel and um, and that communication was late last night which which did get us a bed last night good enough and um, so we had a room last night and we've checked out of that room and we don't know where we're sleeping tonight as it stands
0: <laughs> no idea so where are Not you where rate. are you right now Lee?
2: So we are in the northern uh, the, the evacuation boat took us from the the southern part of the island where we were. I'm sort of up and around to the northern part of the island. So we're we're actually sitting in the hotel lobby that we check, checked out of earlier on, just talking to you.
0: Were you able to bring your stuff, Rosaline, or how...? No, Evering's
1: back at the hotel. We've left Evering. We literally have... Lee ran back last minute and grabbed his wallet and our wee passport card, but everything else is in the
0: hotel. It's a honeymoon you won't forget. It's <laughs> definitely, definitely. We will not forget. Yeah, it's just it's 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 incredible, and I suppose I know. And I, I was talking to other people earlier today as well, Lee, who were chatting about how good lo- the locals, how good the local people oh are my. in. Oh and, my amazing. god,
2: I I cannot put into words. I really can't put into words how amazing the locals are in roads. I dread to think were or what would have happened just without them. That's the that's the gods on the streets. Mm-hmm. They are amazing.
0: You'd wonder how there seems to be. You're, you're not the first people I've I've been talking to have been have mentioned the lack of information and you know from.
2: Yeah, it's just. It, apparently, this like it didn't just kick off. Uh, you know, this was known about whenever we landed. Apparently, that it was a possibility. We didn't know that, but apparently, it was common knowledge. I mean, it's hardly the truth, I'm not saying it would have changed our minds, but if somebody had have said to this before we get on the flight. You know, there's an issue here, just be, be careful of it. It, it. it would have been something for us to think about, you know. But no information whatsoever.
0: When you were moved out of the, the, the original hotel, Rosaline, that you were in, um, who actually evacuated you? Was it the hotel? Uh, or? Nobody.
1: No, nobody. We just we started seeing staff running out. We'd like, where our room was, the beach, there was a wee gate down onto the beach. And I was literally just out at the, we swim our our pool, and I just literally seen all staff and everything running. And I was like, Lee, I think we need to get out of here. And we literally went out, and we went down to where we seen everyone running, and we were like, what's going on? And they were like, down to the beach and start walking. And we were like, right, okay. And that's when he ran back up just to get his wallet and our passport cards, just in case we needed to get out quick.
0: So the whole hotel and staff and all evacuated, there was no announcement, uh, you know?
2: No. no, no siren, no nothing. <laughs> we, we, we literally had just ordered a drink at the bar and within five minutes this all kicked off. <laughs> Boy, everyone started running towards the road and the beach. Yeah. It, was, it was a bit mad, to be honest.
0: So you got the evacuation boat to a different part of the island now. Um, how long were you due <laughs> to to stay there, Lee?
2: We're we're actually going home tomorrow night, so we're we're flying back to Belfast tomorrow evening.
0: So you'll fly back via Belfast, and and you presumably then you'll just leave, but your stuff will just be left in the hotel, will it?
2: Well, uh, we actually were able to make contact this morning with the hotel, and although they are still closed, they're only able to open. They're, make, they're making it available tomorrow to call and get our stuff. It's just something, um, uh, at least you know, at least we're going to get our bags back some
0: and when you're chatting to people on the beach there Rosaline, like uh, you know other other irish and other holiday makers and and tourists I'm, I'm sure people are just frightened and frustrated
1: well they are like we met a couple they were actually on their honeymoon too and they literally had nothing they had no money no nothing with them at all they were just out you know and they're still they didn't hear not they've still no wording on they're still dying in the wee Area we were in, I don't know if anyone's seen pictures. You know, the mattresses were on the floor and mm-hmm. all. That they're still. I made contact with her this morning to see if they've had anything, and she's like, "No, we're still down here." The
0: the the the, the smell, I suppose, and the smoke and the the fire and like, I, I'm sure it's oh, it very prevalent, terrible. is it?
1: It yeah, it was terrible. Like we were literally walking along the beach, and the smoke was just coming over.
0: It's just some of the footage and and the photographs. It's 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 pretty incredible to um to, to watch. When did you just on a on a slightly different or a lighter note, when was the wedding, Rosaline? It was last Saturday. So you came straight on Tuesday then?
1: Yeah, we came straight then yeah. on Tuesday.
0: Well look hopefully you'll you'll make it back and, and, and make it back, okay. That flight is you're you're due to fly out tomorrow.
1: Yeah,
0: hopefully we're out of here tomorrow. Yeah, we'll have to have a, a relaxing day, I suppose, when you get, uh, get back home for sure. Listen, Rosaline and Lee, thanks a million for, for joining us in the programme today and, and safe trip back as well to um, to Ireland. Uh, 1800 453 is the number if you want to get in touch with us. Roisin is with us on the line as well. Roisin, you just returned home yesterday. Yeah, I did. How long were you there and whereabouts were you?
3: We were there for 10 days and we were on the northern side of the island so we were in Ixia.
0: And how bad were the wildfires there?
3: Um, We were actually very lucky. We could only see smoke most of the time. Um, The air quality was rapidly declining over the few days though.
0: Were Were you evacuated at all? Has your hotel or accommodation remained open?
3: No, ours has remained open and luckily for us we were all fine. We were leaving the day that the evacuees started to come into our hotel.
0: Okay, and what's the, like? From chatting to people, Roisin, when you were there, I mean, what's like, what, what, how are people, and how, what's the the, the was the mood like?
3: Terrified. People have no idea what's going on. There's young families there, and a lot of elderly as well. People have no passports, and um, they have no money. As the last two were saying, there's nothing for them to do.
0: Were you over with family or friends? Yeah, we were on a family holiday. a family holiday. I mean, the, the one thing that very many of the stories I've heard, and you you, you listened to, to Rosaline and Lee there a few moments ago, and other texts and emails that have come in from people, everybody's talking about just the, the general lack of information, even in the accommodation that they're staying in. Yeah,
3: um, even when we got the airplane we got an airplane early Sunday morning and there was so many empty seats Um, I had an empty seat next to me and I presume it's because people couldn't find their passports or they couldn't actually make it onto the plane but those seats could have been offered to other people
0: and where did you fly out from? Uh, Rhodes you flew out from Rhodes and what was it like in the airport uh, Roisin?
3: absolute chaos um, there were people, before security, people couldn't get out. They had just arrived at the airport, no passport, no nothing. They didn't know what else to do, so they were sleeping on the floors. And then after security, it was absolute chaos. There was four planes that were waiting in our gate, four like, groups of people in different planes, but they were all delayed. So we were the last ones on schedule, but there were still two after us that had been delayed even further.
0: I'm sure there must have been a huge sense of relief for you, was there, and and your family when you got on the plane?
3: Yeah, yeah, we were very happy.
0: So you just arrived home to Ireland yesterday yeah. morning.
3: Yesterday morning, yeah.
0: yeah. And again, were were you able to take your get your stuff or take any any of it with you?
3: We yeah, we were very lucky. We were able to just go and have all of our stuff with
0: us. Bridget is with us as well on the line. Bridget, where are you at the minute? Um, we're at Rhodes Airport. Oh, you're actually in Rhodes at the minute, right? At the airport. Yes, yes, Yeah. And what's it um, like there at the moment? Bedlam. Complete bedlam. How long have you been in the airport, Bridget? Um,
4: we, we arrived here um, about three hours ago now. Um, we can't get a flight up. Uh, Um, our holiday's not meant to finish until tomorrow um, and that's the there are no flights to Belfast at all um, until that flight leaving tomorrow evening at um, 11pm so uh, yeah we're basically, there's no accommodation to be had here at all so we're basically um, squatting in the, the airport
0: And how long have you been there?
4: and um, we arrived over last tuesday for a friend's wedding um that was to take place on saturday um, which is when we were evacuated from our hotel so yeah um it's, it's been an experience yeah
0: T- tell me bridget about the evacuation if 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 you can and and, and, and like how that what happened
4: Okay. Um, We were in our hotel relaxing, um, just about to get a shower and get dressed, ready to leave for our friend's wedding. Um, And there was a knock at the door. It was the hotel staff saying, you must leave, you must leave, get down onto the beach. Um, Our hotel backed onto the beach. Um, So we literally left um, in the clothes that we stood up with. My husband grabbed our passports um, and our money, and we headed for the beach. Uh, We could see we, I mean, in the morning we could smell the smoke, and we there there was a lot of ash about. But we just actually thought it was a precaution, um, to get us down onto the beach. But um, it soon became apparent that the fire was coming, and uh, the hotel staff came down onto the beach with towels and and soaked them in the in the sea and told them told us to put them over our heads and go, just keep walking, um, which we did. Mm along with hundreds of other people from different hotels. Um, We probably walked for about two miles. And when we started to make our way up onto the road and were stopped by the police, he said, it's not safe. Uh, There are buses coming. You must get on a bus. So we got on a bus. We were taken to a village. I still don't know the name of it. I don't know where it was. Um, We were dropped there. There was no... There was nobody to advise you on anything or where to go, and um, we thought we were going to have to sleep um, there on on the on a on a bench basically, and we started to get ourselves comfortable. Um, when we were again told to move, get back down onto the beach, the fires coming, um, we got onto the onto another beach and stood there until 2 a.m. in the morning. Um, every vessel um owned by everybody on the island was um coming to pick people up to rescue basically from the beaches. Um it was mayhem. It yeah. was families, children, um, and it was basically a free fall with nobody um nobody being civilized for want of a better word. Okay. Um we eventually made it onto a boat. Um and when I say a boat we're talking, you know, like uh, something from the Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. That um, generally used to take people on, you know, island trips during the day. Um, we were put on that um, and sailed to a very small port. Again, uh, don't know where it was. Um, no, no official guidance, no advice, nothing. Um, then we were driven to a school, a local school, where the, the local people were absolutely amazing. They they came out to help and. Give us water and, um, my husband and I, um, I mean, my husband will be 70 in September. Um, I'm 59. Um, we thought uh, we'll walk down into the town and see if we can find somewhere to stay. Um, there was one hotel in the village and, uh, they said they were fully booked, but then the owner of the hotel came out and took one look at us and said, I'll have a room for you in half an hour and um, you can get washed and, and, uh, you know, I suppose we we probably looked awful because uh, we'd been sitting at the front of the boat and we were covered in seawater. So we looked like something from... You could only describe us as Mr. and Mrs. Frosty. You know, we were just white from from the salt. Um, And they gave us a room free of charge um, where we could uh, get a shower and spend the night. We had to leave there this morning because they could only give us a room for one night. Which we were so grateful for, and uh, we were able to go back to our hotel uh, in Karachi to um, collect our baggage. Okay. Um, and then the, and then the village closed down again. So the only place we could really go is the airport.
0: And that's where you are um, now talking to us.
4: Yeah, that's where yeah. we are, and it's it, it, yeah. There's just hundreds and hundreds of people um, coming in and trying to get on, trying to get flights and. Uh, yeah
0: Bridget, you, you paint a very, very vivid picture of what has unfolded in the past couple of days um, for for you and your husbands and, and so many other uh, thousands of, of other people. like i I'm, I'm trying to get a sense of like when you're being rushed and ushered down onto the beach like that and before even getting onto um, the buses to bring you to the other villages, like I'm sure the heat must be so intense there as well.
4: Well, at at one point, um, I kid you not, we were engulfed in smoke and I would say that was the scariest part because, um, your eyes were streaming, your nose was running. Um, and it was just, you know, that was, that was scary. Uh, and as you say, the heat, the the heat at the minute is so intense. Um, yeah. So you, you, you were trying to get into the shade and there wasn't any, um, but what I will say on a positive uh, is the Greek people are just amazing. Yeah. They um, they they came out with water. They were on the beaches and the the, the bars that were, you know, you get the, the beach bars. Yeah. They all opened up and given out water, just free water to everybody and uh, trying to make sure that, you know, you could get into the shade and that type of thing. It was just, uh, yeah, just unreal. You couldn't
1: ride it. You really couldn't.
0: And you've really, as I said, you've really just the, the the image of what you've you know outlined for for listeners here at home, um, and and what the ordeal that you and your husband and so many others have had, Bridget, in recent days. It's 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 incredible. And uh, you know, I know as you mentioned, you were you were there to go to a friend's wedding. It's a, a trip I'm I'm sure you'll n- not forget um, for for a long time. But you're hoping to get back to fly home tomorrow. Um, yeah. the, the airport obviously yeah, well, we wedged there up. now.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's going to get worse. It's, uh, you kind of, they've, they've produced chairs that I can only describe as, you know, like wedding chairs, um, everywhere. So, cause there's so many people and you just grab a chair and sit and don't move because that you know it's going to, it's going to get worse. There's just people arriving all the time. So, you know, but we've just got to make it. I'm I'm just happy that we're here and we're safe. Yeah. And I just feel so sorry for the Greek people because um they've you know they've just been so so kind um and their island their tourism is ruined
0: well, look, it's absolutely an incredible situation and we were just talking to people there, you know, before the news uh, due to travel to other parts of Greece as well in, in the coming days. As I mentioned, the Department of Foreign Affairs here are now urging people not to travel uh, to the areas affected by the wildfires. Listen, Bridget, I, I hope you get home safe and sound tomorrow and, and thanks a million for getting in touch with us and sending us an email today. It's lunchtime live at newstalk.com. That's Bridget and uh, a little earlier we would Roisin and, and Lee and Roseline as well both there on honeymoon at the moment. We'll have more from from Greece in a few moments' time. Um, 1800 453 is the number. It's just a pretty incredible situation. We're talking about the situation um, in Greece as the mo- at the moment as crews continue to battle wildfires. Authorities have evacuated about 2,500 people now from the Greek island of Corfu and tens of thousands of people have already fled blazes on the islands of Rhodes. I've just been talking to three of those um, still stranded there. Uh, in Rhodes at the moment. Uh, One couple currently on honeymoon and another lady there, Bridget, uh, over for a friend's wedding and really incredible to hear the eyewitness accounts that they all described here this afternoon. Cathy is on the line as well. Cathy, whereabouts are you? Uh,
5: We're actually in Rhodes, um, in Rhodes Island um, at the moment and we are in the north west of the island.
0: Are you living there or on holidays, Kathy?
5: We're on holidays. Uh, We are due to fly
0: home tomorrow. Okay. What's the situation like there at the moment? Can you describe it for us?
5: Um, We were aware of the wildfires. Um, They started just as we arrived. They were contained in the middle of the island in the forest. On Friday, the wind, a scheduled windy few days um, right up until tomorrow was due in which temperatures got higher. It was between 37 and 40 yesterday and the wind was very high. So that's what sort of pushed the fires away from the forest and over to the east coast of the island. Uh, it, it also cut the road from the south to the north out and that's why so many people had to be picked up on the beaches. Um, they did send out a maritime SOS on Thursday night to get all the available uh, vessels down to pick people up. Um, I can only imagine on that side of the island how terrifying mm. it is. We've seen really, really um, upsetting images, of, especially for the locals. I mean, obviously I can't understand how it feels to, to literally be told to go and leave the hotel with pretty much nothing, which so many people have done. Mm. But the locals are, they're, in, they're just incredible. They're so worried about the tourists, even though they're still working. Um, they're worried about their homes. We spoke to someone yesterday when we were down at the local shop, and the fire was six kilometres from her home. Um, so it's it's constant. The mm-hmm. island isn't huge, um, but it is actually one side of it, and it's still it's still moving. There's been a lot of helicopter activity um, and planes flying in uh, from other parts of Europe to to assist. Um, we're we fine, we're in a, um, in the hotel, but yesterday about six busloads of people were brought up to our hotel um, that had been evacuated, which was wonderful to see. They, they have been putting them in the conference room with beds and water and all the essentials that they need and free food. So it's very, very generous of all mm. of the hotels here and they're just worried about us. But to be fair, a lot of them are... Losing homes and are worried for their own families.
0: So, where you are at the moment is that it, it's you're not, I suppose, right in the in the depth in the depths of it all. But you're in the area, really, Kathy, where people are being evacuated um, to or to, reloco- yeah. relocated, yeah, to your area. I mean, in t- I presume though you can probably between the the fog and smog and smell. Um, how prevalent is it?
5: it? It's not prevalent where we are now because we are on the west of the island. The the breeze is coming in from the west and blowing over and pushing the fires to the east. So what we're getting is being right on the sea is is the wind. That wind is what's pushing the smoke and the fires over to the east and cutting off certain resorts. Um, so we're fine at the moment, and I think we will remain fine, hopefully. Um, the hotel are keeping an eye on it every day. Um we're 10 clicks between the airport and between roads in the Old Town. So we, we will be fine to leave. Uh, but the planes were coming in nonstop yesterday. Um, and some of the people who were landing were actually told by their airlines that they were fine when they were going to take off, knowing they weren't. And when they got to the airport, they were told that, sorry, your hotel is burnt down or it's inaccessible you're going to have to stay in the airport. So uh, those people I feel really badly for. I think they've been put in a situation that was completely avoidable and is very frightening, especially for children, but also equally as as frightening for the the local people here um, who have been nothing but generous. Um, Last night we were looking for taxis and the hotel said that a lot of the taxis had gone down to help evacuate people out, so they really are giving everything to the tourists okay. and to and to themselves,
0: um, their y- own
5: um, locals.
0: Yeah, you're due to get out of there tomorrow. Um, I presume there'll, there'll be no issues in terms of you um, taking off out of there, Kathy. Then
5: I don't think so. Um, we've had uh, very proactive calls from our from Sunway, our rep in Sunway. Um, they were on to us to see if we were okay, did we need anything, just let them know. Um, The flight seems to be, you know, still on schedule. There may be, I'd say, a few more people in the airport, as a lot of people have had to sleep in the airport. So I think today and yesterday, and from three o'clock this morning, I believe, uh, the planes were coming over um, to try and take people out. So people are being, you know, taken out, obviously, by different carriers back to the UK or Ireland or wherever. And I'd say that might peter off, maybe hopefully by tomorrow.
0: OK. I know it's it's not the holiday you'd planned. How long how long were you there, Cathy?
5: We were there just a week. We're here just, just a week. week. Yeah. Um, literally, I suppose, we were up in the air and there was a small fire I just saw it on um, the news. And it was very small. It was very contained. And as I said, it was in the forest region, which is in the middle of the island. And again, the reason that it had escalated... Is is down to that four days of wind, and even today, it's uh, supposed to dissipate today. But the the breeze is really high today, and that's including the hot temperatures. It was between thirty seven yeah. and four forty yesterday. Wow! So that's what kind of helped. Well, I wouldn't say helped, but <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, engulfed the, yeah. the the already there fires. There are up to about eight or nine fires now that are. They're trying to keep them from, I think, merging. I think that's the main thing.
0: Okay, listen, Cathy, mind yourself, and I hope you get out of there okay. Um, and I'm sure you'll be glad to get back back to Ireland. Where, where are you? Whereabouts are you from?
5: Um, from Dublin. Dublin. And, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I think we will be fine. I suppose there is a, a long um lasting effect obviously for the people absolutely, and the yeah. environment here and sure they've been amazing, so we're very lucky.
0: Yeah, absolutely sounds certainly sounds it's been a, a great effort by by all locals there um in terms absolutely, of trying to yeah. assist people. Yeah. Kathy, listen, mind yourself and safe trip back home. Thank you. Thanks, Melindre. Yeah, 106 is the number. Brendan is on the line. Brendan, you're currently in Corfu at the moment. What is the situation like there now?
6: Um, it's quite okay today, actually. Um, last night was a little bit scary. So we were just having dinner on the terrace and suddenly we started seeing smoke billowing out of the hill. Um, our, our hotel is actually right on the beach, kind of looking at the, the mountain to the side. Um, and at first, we were, you know, we weren't even sure if it was a fire. And then suddenly we started to see flames. Um, so it kind of got progressively worse across the night and it, it spread across the mountain a bit as well. Um, so it was a bit scarier last night. It almost, it almost looked like a, a volcano. It was kind of like quite red in the middle and the whole sky was kind of glowing. Um, I put up a video actually on my Instagram and Sky News had it on there. Um, they had it kind of featured throughout the night. But um, today it's a completely different story in Corfu actually. Um, okay. It's It's contained, um, the the resort actually sent out a letter just in the past hour by email to everyone. And what they're saying now is that it it was basically in a a village area that is completely contained. Um, And we can see the helicopters are are dousing kind of with water from the sea. Um, So it, it looks like it's very much controlled in Corfu today compared to roads, which looks like it's a lot more severe what's mm. going on over there um but nonetheless like there's still a bit of smoke today but it really doesn't look like it's going to be something that um goes out of control like it, it did in roads um but last night it was pretty scary and we were worried that it could get worse and that we wouldn't have um you know something could go wrong or that we'd have to start evacuating but um in Corfu the area was quite high so it was in the mountain um, and there's not a you. My understanding is there's not a lot of kind of hotels up that high. Um, there probably will be some villas and the like. So they were evacuated for a time uh, last night, but then they were all told that they could go back to their accommodations today. That it's it's fully under control. Yeah. So I would say for anyone coming to Corfu, I probably wouldn't be as concerned um, as if you're going if you're going to Rhodes. Um, certainly not at the moment, but yeah. Well, know, I think affairs, the foreign
0: affairs, yeah, are urging people to to uh, not to go to the the areas affected anyway. Certainly at, at the minute. But when are you due to come home, Brendan?
6: Yeah. Uh, actually, due tomorrow, and okay. I've been kind of looking out for updates. I don't see any kind of messages or anything from. Um, I'm flying with Aer Lingus, but I, I, they haven't put out any messages or anything about cancellations or delays. So I'm keeping an eye on that. Um, But it it looks like a perfectly normal day today in Corfu. People have gone back um, to holiday. And I did, I I understand some of the hotel people are saying a few people did leave early um, and kind of canceled the rest of their holidays yesterday just out kind of fear that they wouldn't get home get or home, yeah. a situation might well, arise.
0: Hopefully, um, hopefully you will, uh, hopefully your, your flight will go as planned, Brendan, tomorrow when you'll, you'll, you'll get back home to uh, to Irish soil as well. I think if we, Liam on the line too, Liam, you're in Italy, um, I know it's a different situation, but just what is the, what is the weather like there at the moment?
7: Oh, the weather is just very, very hot. It's, sorry, typical Italian uh, lorry going by. It's relentless heat but um we arrived in Rome on last Friday, and just walked out of the station and said, um, no, we can 't stick this, so we were down in Latino, which is about forty minutes away it 's by the seaside so there's a nice uh, there's a nice breeze, and you know if you mind yourself, sit in the shade, um but the heat is relentless, and uh you know when you um when you go home at night you just have to put all your clothes in the washing machine and uh, it's it's. Um, other than that I mean there's no panic there's yeah, no virus, well, you're not dealing no, with uh, the
0: situation with the, the wildfires like of uh, the Greek islands thankfully but I know whoa, the, the heat uh, was certainly a, a big issue uh, for a lot of tourists for sure no doubt about it last week when are you due homely?
7: Well, we've been traveling around Europe for about 12 or 14 weeks. So we're, we're, <laughs> we're kind of, uh, and we were through Greece and all that. Okay. So we have no great plans yet. Um, I wrote a column in the Sunday Independent uh, yesterday and I posed the question at the end of it, you know, would you rather be in a heat wave? Now, I'm not trying to make light of wildfires. Or
0: I know, like that, I know.
7: But would you rather be uh, in a heat wave in Italy or in the dismal weather of Ireland? And uh, basically all my friends were texting me last night saying we'd rather be where you are but anyway
0: Yeah well it's supposed to be, uh, so. be yeah be, be grateful you're 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 where you are at the moment I know you're dealing with what 40 plus odd degrees of of um, heat and, and hot temperatures but an entirely different situation for sure uh, for the likes of Bridget and Rosaline and Lee that we've been talking to in Rhodes, Rhodes Island um, this afternoon I mean it's just pretty incredible some of the stories coming into us I can tell you one thing it seems like there's a lot of Irish tourists and um, in Greece because we've had you know, a lot of people getting in contact by email with their own stories. You've heard some of them here on the programme today but plenty more as well. Liam and Brendan, we leave it there for the moment. Cathy too, thank you for getting in touch with us. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com That's the email address as always if you want to get in contact. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on Newstalk.